It's November 1st. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. First up, a lot of information coming out of Ukraine this morning. We've got a new suspect in the sabotage of those natural gas pipelines. Also, some bad news on the wheat wars. And most importantly, an alarming connection to our war in Afghanistan with some of the special forces that we trained there now showing up in Ukraine. That's coming up. As always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First, some good news on car prices. They're coming down. Second, the Supreme Court heard a case yesterday about affirmative action. We'll talk about how the justices will likely rule. But first, let's get started with today's main brief. And one alibi, I am battling a nasty cold, so my sincere apologies if you hear it. We've got a bunch of developments out of Ukraine this morning, with the first being an update on the wheat wars. Now, we haven't talked a lot about that these past months, and that's because back in late July, Russia and Ukraine agreed to let agricultural products like wheat and corn to be shipped out to market via the Black Sea. And that's been going pretty well. According to the Ukraine's Ministry of Agriculture, export numbers are about where they were as compared to just before the war. Now, that's welcome news for Ukraine's trade partners, mostly of whom are in Africa and the Middle East, and many of whom are quite poor or very reliant on Ukraine's exports to feed their people. So this deal was supposed to last through November 19th, and up until a couple of days ago, it was quite likely that it would have been extended. But now, well, the whole thing is blowing up, and that's because three Russian ships were blown up or attacked anyway, on Saturday, the Ukrainian military launched a swarm of drones on three vessels docked in Crimea, fairly badly damaged actually. In response, the Russians said that they are suspending their cooperation in the wheat deal, although they're not officially withdrawing from it. It's somewhat of a confusing position, well, which kind of seems to be the point. It sounds like they're warning wheat ships that they might be sunk in retaliation. So here's the Kremlin spokesman addressing the wheat deal yesterday, saying, quote, such a deal is hardly feasible now, and it takes on a different character, much more risky, dangerous, and unguaranteed, end quote. Well, I bet you can guess what has happened in the past 24 hours, all in the commodities markets. First, the price for wheat, corn, and soybeans all jumped. And that's bad news, not just for Ukraine's trade partners, but for you as consumers. It will affect the price that you pay at the grocery store if prices stay elevated. Second, the insurance company that provides policies for these ships, called Lloyd's of London, they announced that they're not issuing any new policies, a pause, they're calling it, until they better understand the situation. Meanwhile, for the ships already at sea or being processed, it's kind of a white-knuckle time. They're still sailing through the Black Sea, either out to market or returning for more supplies. Now, whether the Russians sink any of those ships, well, that remains to be seen. But for the buyers, to include the very poor and very hungry nations like Ethiopia and Egypt and beyond, this is a very unwelcome piece of news. All right, speaking of intrigue and explosions on the high seas, we've got another Ukraine update. This one related to that mysterious sabotage on the Nord Stream pipelines one and two. So to refresh our memories, those pipelines used to carry Russian natural gas to Europe until the war in Ukraine started, of course. Well, then in late September, somebody blew those pipelines up. 
Lots of speculation on who did it. Investigations are underway. Well, this morning we have an update on that sabotage investigation. The Russians are saying that they know who the saboteur is. And that person or that country is the United Kingdom. Now, details are non-existent on this. The Russians didn't elaborate beyond saying that the UK's Royal Navy is responsible. But there is reason to believe that there could be some truth to the Russian allegations. So here's what we know. The British newspaper, the London Daily Mail, broke a story just a couple days ago that the phone of British Prime Minister Liz Truss had been hacked by Russian intelligence. In fact, it was hacked many months ago when she was still foreign secretary, which is sort of like America's secretary of state. Regardless, some are speculating that from that trove of intelligence that they collected from his trust, well, they got information confirming that the Royal Navy played a role in that sabotage operation. So I'll be watching for additional details on this, because if it is true, then you can bet that it was done in coordination with the United States which would match the previous low confidence assessment that I gave you on October 20th. I shared why different actors would have blown up those pipelines from the United States to Russia or even Ukraine or Poland. And speaking of coordination between allies, let's switch gears and talk about two countries that we would prefer not be such close friends. That, of course, is Russia and China. The foreign ministers of both of those countries recently met and they released a statement on the nature of their relationship. And let's remember why this is such a big deal, that they are such good friends. Beijing has been a major buyer of Russia's oil, gas, and coal, which provides the funds that Moscow needs to fund its war of attrition against Ukraine. Well, if you were hoping for a split between Russia and China after this latest meeting, you will be disappointed. They are closer than ever. Here's a quote from the statement after the meeting. Quote, China will also firmly support Russia in rallying and leading the Russian people under the leadership of President Putin to achieve strategic development goals against all the odds and disturbance. China is ready to further and deepen exchanges with Russia at all levels, end quote. So that's that. Russia still has its friends, friends with very deep pockets. And that takes us to our final update out of Ukraine this morning. And frankly, it's one that I've been wanting to tell you about for a few months, but I've held off until I had high confidence in it. And here it is. Afghanistan's most elite fighters, the the ones that our special forces trained for over 20 years, they are back on the battlefield. But this time they are in Ukraine fighting on behalf of the Russians against Ukraine. We now have public confirmation of these rumors that I've been hearing for a while now. For instance, Ukraine's intelligence ministry confirmed this rumor over the weekend. Multiple press outlets are now covering it too, from the Associated Press to the Foreign Policy magazine. So here's what's going on. When America retreated from Afghanistan in August of last year, we left behind billions of dollars worth of weaponry, plus a lot of very special men. They were Afghanistan's special forces, an elite group trained by our special forces to be Kabul's elite defenders and killers. So in the weeks and months after we retreated, the Taliban hunted these men, and I mean hard. Some are still trapped inside Afghanistan, hiding. Others fled to nearby countries like Pakistan, Iran, Tajikistan, and Uzbekistan. And what we're now learning, and I've actually been hearing for months, is that some of them are being recruited by the Russian government to fight in Ukraine. Russia's mercenary organization called the Wagner Group is paying former members of Afghanistan Special Forces $1,500 a month to fight in Ukraine. 
But more importantly, they're granting visas to these fighters and their families to get out of Afghanistan or one of the countries that I mentioned, like Iran. And once they agree, these men and their families fly to Russia. They train for a couple of months and then off to Ukraine they go. Now, the total number of fighters involved here is up for some debate. I'm hearing around 400 or so. Now, that might not seem like a lot, but these guys have been trained on specialized Western or American tradecraft, and that's a problem. Here's how Congressman Mike McCall characterized it in a report that he wrote a while back. Quote, given their unique knowledge of U.S. intelligence operations, these Afghan personnel could potentially present a risk to U.S. security should they be coerced or co-opted into working with an adversary including international terrorist groups or state actors like China, Russia, and Iran, end quote. So folks, that is exactly what has happened. Your taxpayer dollars have trained up a group of elite fighters now in Ukraine that are taking aim at not just Ukrainians, but America's special forces too. As I briefed you on previously, our military is operating in Ukraine with boots on the ground, even though the Biden administration hasn't publicly acknowledged it. And that, folks, ends the brief where we talk about facts and data, and now we pivot to analysis and opinion. And on this one, I'm not going to offer much today other than this. First, when it comes to these Afghan special forces, this is exactly what so many of us warned about. We said to each other and the American people that, okay, yes, let's withdraw from Afghanistan, but do it methodically, carefully. Otherwise, you are going to have a nightmare on your hands. And that's precisely what's happened. These Afghan special forces were desperate and they took the only deal that they could to survive. And now that fight is spilling over into a new fight in Ukraine. So I don't know what comes next, but I promise you that the longer that this war in Ukraine goes on, the greater the odds that your children and grandchildren will be dealing with the mess to clean it up. So as always, I share the words of President Zelensky, plus NATO's commander, uh, the, the French president, and so many others who have said this, the war in Ukraine ends at the negotiating table, not on the battlefield. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, a closer look at what's on my radar. Two quick breaks for you, one on car prices and the other on affirmative action. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves, with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com 
and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning, and that's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct. I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu pdb to enroll. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu pdb to register. Welcome back to the PDB. As always, I'm watching a few other stories this morning. Put these two on your radar. First, let's talk about some good news. Car prices are finally coming down for both new and used cars. According to J.D. Power and Associates, the average price of a new car dropped by about 500 bucks this past month. Not bad. We're seeing the same trend in the used car market, too. According to the Kelly Blue Book, the wholesale cost of used cars, which is the price the dealers pay for them, well, that's down about 4%. And then that means that you should see savings trickle down on the car lot. So one caveat here, J.D. Power & Associates is saying that despite that 500 bucks off, nearly 50% of new vehicles are still being sold above MSRP, which means that even though you probably can get a better deal on a vehicle today than a few months ago, well, there's still a pretty good chance that you're going to have to pay above asking price to drive it off the lot. So why is that? And what are prices likely to do in the coming months? Well, to the first question, car companies like Ford and GM have said that supply chain issues are finally easing up, which means, well, they can make more cars to meet demand. And that generally means lower prices. Now to that second question, according to the Wall Street Journal, these same car companies expect that America will be in a recession if we're not already there. So they are realizing that prices are probably going to have to come down at least a touch to compete for limited business. And that means that the prices of vehicles should continue in their downward trajectory. And that, of course, is a very welcome development after a few years of take it or leave it pricing on the car lot. But how fast prices come down, that is up for debate. I'll leave you with this assessment from Mike Manley, who is the CEO of AutoNation. He told the Wall Street Journal the prices, quote, will not drop as fast as they shot up, end quote. Well, that is usually how things go. All right, second and finally this morning, the Supreme Court heard a very important case yesterday about one of the most controversial issues in American politics, affirmative action. 
Specifically, they heard about a case of whether or not Harvard University and the University of North Carolina have been unfairly discriminating against Asian Americans and white applicants. So here's some important context for this case. For over 20 years, colleges and universities have been allowed to use racial quota systems based on a previous Supreme Court case that gave them permission to do so. But in that case, the Supreme Court said that there was an expiration date of sorts on their ruling, 25 years, give or take, to basically achieve racial progress. And after that, these affirmative action programs would likely be in legal trouble. Well, it's been just shy of the 25-year deadline that they set, but nevertheless, the court is now reconsidering its view. So on one hand, most justices yesterday were skeptical of continuing these racial affirmative action programs. Chief Justice John Roberts said, quote, I don't see how you can say that these programs will ever end, end quote. Meanwhile, Justice Elena Kagan said that actually affirmative action programs are, quote, pipelines to leadership in our society, unquote, and that absent some amount of affirmative action, there's little hope for racial minorities to attain success. So which way will the ultimate vote go? Well, we're going to know for sure in the coming months at some point before July. But regardless, legal experts anticipate that the Supreme Court will probably strike down all affirmative action programs in America and set a new national precedent. That means the colleges will probably have to stick to using grades and test scores and personal essays to choose their student body and just leave race out of it. And for what it's worth, most Americans actually agree with that. In April, the Pew Research Center put out a poll showing that 74% of Americans do not want race or ethnicity having anything to do with college admissions. Even 62% of Democrats agreed. And with that, one more thing before I let you go. A listener question today. We'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com carlson. 
Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Visit now. Welcome back to the PDB, ladies and gentlemen. One more thing before I let you go. A listener question from Nancy in Texas writing in about autism and why I've spoken so much about medical breakthroughs related to that medical challenge. So here's what she asked. I am so delighted to see you do briefs on autism research and new breakthroughs that bring hope to families. I cannot tell you how important it is that you do so. But I'm wondering, do you know people or have family members with autism? It is an issue that is quite often ignored in my experience, and your passion and attention to this issue just makes me wonder. So for folks unaware, Nancy is talking about two briefs that I did, one on September 16th and the other on October 27th, both on research into treatments for autism. And she's obviously wondering why. Well, my mom is a special education teacher and some of my closest friends are raising autistic kids. So while I don't have disabilities in my immediate family, I've spent most of my life around children who need some special care. Plus, I've had some medical challenges of my own. I shared with listeners before that I was in a pretty serious accident and spent a good chunk of my 30s in and out of hospitals. I guess that through all of that, I've developed a bit of a soft spot for folks struggling and thriving through medical or health challenges. And what I'll say about autism is that certainly it can be a disadvantage in life, but I don't count those kids out. They are capable of a lot. And with treatments, they can do some pretty awesome things. And plus, I'm also just in absolute awe of the families who support them. You know, raising a child with disabilities is tough. I, this I know, I've seen it. But the flip side is also true. There is a joy and an unyielding love between these parents and their children. That's why I'm always on the lookout for science-driven data that offers promise and hope for things like autism. Because sometimes in our darkest hours, it's hope that can go a long ways towards ensuring that we see our next sunrise. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, Verse 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S., They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast-growing trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring... They have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com 
and use promo code PDB at checkout. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 